Hey, hey. What's up? And welcome to another No Jibba Jabba FM exclusive interview. Exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> so I got to do it myself. Yeah, we, we don't have a DJ Clue button. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, first of all, though, just um, to get it out of the way, want to apologize for kind of delayed on uh, on Death Cakes's uh, summer movie block. Um, we actually had the first episode recorded, but there was a issue, and we had to re-record it. But we haven't gotten a chance to re-record it because there's been, um, I don't like getting super personal on here, but there there was a death in the family. Yeah. And as we are related, um, you know, it both kind of took us by surprise and kind of shook us up. But um, we are back on track. So uh, <laughs> our summer movie fest may go into fall a little bit. <laughs> no, well, uh, same thing it did last year. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we're... Some stuff we got coming up uh, off the air for this summer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we might get delayed again, so just uh, bear with us, folks. Yeah, yeah. You know, the unofficial uh, tagline of the show is life gets in the way. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it seems to do so frequently. Um, again, we apologize. We're, we're getting back on track though. So, um, bear with us as we, we get ourselves together. Yes, uh, sir. But, uh, yeah. So with, with, with that said, well, this is a, this is a big one. This is a big one. This is a big one. Um, this is an interview that I've been working on for a little bit, just trying to get, together uh you know time wise it never worked before but finally got it nailed down and i am so excited and elated to have him here um you've heard his music on our show uh it is of course mega ran yes 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 and you know jay you actually said way back in our single digit episodes that one day you hope to do an interview with mega ran on the show and we just kind of wanted to get more episodes under our belt come on to kind of get our weight up yeah you know a lot of things and then once we finally got there we had other stuff going on and then like you said um when we actually reached out to him timing wise it just never really worked out for him or for us but uh that changes now yeah that changes now we finally got him um and we we're gonna talk a lot about we're mostly gonna talk about music in this uh, interview, hopefully the first of many, so we can you know get into some other topics. Uh, I will also say at the top of this that uh, we did have some technical issues, so it's there's going to be a couple of breaks in here, uh, only because we, we had some issues with Skype, um, and then the it so well we'll we'll say it, it's going to be broken into three parts here in this in this interview um, again only beat because of Skype issues and the final part uh, Ill- Illy you weren't actually able to come back to to finish it out so it was just me finishing it out right and apologize for that um, you know folks and uh, to uh, Mega Ran you know but hey hopefully 
hopefully we'll have him back, like you said. And uh, hell, hopefully, hopefully I'll actually be able to make it to one of his shows and actually to be able to speak to him uh, off the air. Of course, why are we here? It is because Megaran is currently on tour in the U.S. for his Forever Famicom uh, anniversary tour. Forever Famicom came out in 2010, actually June 1st of 2010. And yes. that, that is the first album that I actually uh, sort of discovered him. Uh, I, I mentioned it somewhere in the interview. Yeah, and I did too, because you were actually the one who put me on to him. And uh, yeah. I explained as much right there, so I won't get into it now. Yeah, because, um, well, I, I first heard him on the Game Informer podcast. They're playing some of his stuff, and I listened to it. I just became a huge mega fan right away. And I know Mel Weezy is probably listening to this. He says he's the number Shout one out. fan. Yeah, well, I don't know. He he says he's the number one fan. We might have some beef there. <laughs> In fact, it might have been him that, that sabotaged Skype earlier. <laughs> hey man what is that come on man yeah uh, no nah, he, he knows i'm playing i'm playing <laughs> but, but uh anyway let's just uh jump into the interview uh, again there are going to be a couple of breaks where we're going to play some music um just to sort of pat pat out where we had the little technical snafus but we will see you back on the other side folks bye right, people Hey folks, welcome to uh, No Jibba Jabba FM, another special interview episode. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we are here with uh, what, what, one of our uh, favorite artists. Um, you may have heard me mention him on the show. You've probably heard his music on, on the show. I've tweeted about him. I've, I've sent links to his videos. Uh, we are on the phone with, with uh, Raheem Jarbo, a.k.a. Random, a.k.a. Megaran. Uh, <laughs> hello, up, sir. Man? Hey, guys. Uh, that's a lot of AKAs. You <laughs> can just keep it at Megaran. Um, right. Starting this year, I've been trying to keep it keep it strictly under the name of Megaran, just so that there's no confusion. Okay. You know, we can definitely do this. And uh, again, I'm Jay. Uh, my co-host slash nephew uh, is uh, Illy on on the other end there. Yeah, I'm hey. Illy. What's up? What's up? Yeah. So, uh, I just want to say real quick, um, Jay is actually the one who put me onto your music. Um, he was actually good. He'd been to one of your shows before. Um, I think maybe like a week before he went, he asked me, uh, do you like Mega Ran? I said, what's that? <laughs> he said, <laughs> he said, uh, nah, he's this rapper. You know, he, he, he does this, this, that, or, you know, he, uh, you know, his name is random, but, uh, you know, his video game stuff, he calls himself Mega Ran. He actually put me onto, uh, some YouTube links. And then actually when he came back from the show, he, uh, actually bought me, uh, mailed me a copy of, uh, Forever Famicom DLC. And, uh, nice. yeah, so, you know, I, I've been on it ever since, man. You know, really good stuff. Thank you so much. I'm actually with Kay Murdoch right now, who's the oh, producer yeah. of, uh, Forever Famicom stuff. And we're out celebrating the fifth anniversary of the Forever Famicom album with a tour through the east coast and midwest yeah and you're at, at the time of the, this recording it's friday uh you're about to hit phoenixville right for the too many games fest yes which is right outside of philadelphia okay your um, hometown yeah so i get to come back home see my <laughs> friends have a cheesesteak <laughs> awesome awesome well um if you ha haven't heard the, the show uh, on our our network, our main show is the Death Cakes podcast, which is our yep. nostalgia show. 
where we talk mm-hmm. about uh, 80s and 90s uh, music, video games, cartoons, toys. And we have a question that, that we like to a- ask each other, depending on the topic. And uh, it is what we call the death cakes question. So we, we okay. will uh, ask you, what is your... Um, let me tailor it this way. What is your you know favorite nostalgic memory, whether it be you know a toy or TV show, video game? Um, my favorite nostalgic memory, I'd have to say, it's the Christmas that I got my Atari twenty six hundred. Oh wow! Um, I can just I can remember it like yesterday. Me in my Superman pajamas, uh, <laughs> just flying down the stairs on Christmas morning to see what I had gotten and my mother made me open up a bunch of small presents first and uh and I saw this giant box sitting in the, in the back and uh and the rest of the stuff was like socks and jeans and sweaters and stuff and then uh she's like oh there's one more thing and it's this big box and I was like is that what I think it is and she's like I don't know but you're gonna have to open it and I ripped it apart and she took photos of it of me just ripping at this package and and like hugging the box of the Atari, <laughs> and um, man, I'll never forget it. So that's that's one of my one of my favorite memories for sure. Oh wow! So in a lot of ways, you were the precursor to the kid with the uh, the N sixty four kid. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's that's great. Now, uh, as you were growing up, what uh, what what TV show, shows and stuff were you into? Well, growing up, it's funny, uh, I mentioned, because I'm a child of the 80s, and I loved a lot of those silly 80s sitcoms, mm-hmm. and um, and that's funny, there's actually a verse on the Forever Famicom album on World Tree, where I mentioned a bunch of television shows, and I talk about a lot of them, like um, The Fall Guy, and like, oh, yeah. you know, just silly stuff like that, and uh, <laughs> Greatest American Hero, and a lot of other, like, kind of silly, campy uh, joint, you know, A Team and Airwolf and uh, stuff like that. Knight Rider, of course. Um, right. But yeah, man, I think I watched so much TV and at those times that like now I almost can't watch television. I, I'm afraid to watch it because it'll just suck up my my creativity and my time. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it'll make me. I don't know. I just won't get anything done because there's a lot of great TV right now, and uh, I'm still going through. I'm working on the Daredevil series right now trying to finish it up yeah and that was and, great uh, and it's it's really really awesome so i didn't want to just binge watch it and run through in a day like a lot of my friends did i just wanted to enjoy it but um but yeah i think a lot of shows like that those those kind of drama series from the 80s those were my favorites i think cool cool yeah, that's yeah. awesome and and music wise while while we're we're talking about you and your music who who was your your uh, influence who, who turned you on to hip-hop well my biggest influence uh on hip-hop side is definitely ll cool j like, okay. yeah I, I tell everybody that he's he's my greatest of all time he's he's my favorite because uh it was one of my first exposures to it and also it was um i loved his versatility he was able to create songs that made people you know think made people laugh made people feel emotional you know, and so I thought his versatility was something that I would always hope to have. For 27 miles. As well as his longevity, I felt like it was something that I would have 
uh, I would love to have as a part of my career. So he's a huge, huge, huge inspiration to me. Uh, and so, um, and plus he's a super positive guy from, you know, the interviews and things I've read. And, um, and so, yeah, I would say my total, my absolute biggest influence is LL for sure. That's, That's what's up, man. Hey, I'm, I'm glad you said that actually, because, uh, another question I was going to ask you and you, you actually, um, you know, you're, you, I guess I share that same sentiment about LL, uh, in that way too, because, uh, you know, when I was a kid, um, I guess I found hip hop pretty early. I was about seven years old, you know, listening to the radio and stuff. Whereas, um, but I also found, uh, the box, you know, the, the jukebox they were calling it back then. Uh, the box, yep. Yeah, on the UHF dials. And, uh, that's when I really just got put on to just a lot of the artists that really probably weren't getting played on the radio and, or, or, or songs or whatever. And, uh, LL was my favorites, you know, at the time they were playing, uh, uh, the booming system and the jingling baby remix. Yep. But then right behind that, they were still playing Tina got a big old butt, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I go on those. so, uh, so, yes. uh, so, so he's your biggest influence, but I guess wh- wh- how did, where did you first, I guess when did you first get in tune with hip hop and just find it like, you know, hey, this is going to be the music that I, I'm going to listen to the for a foreseeable future, you know? Well, also when I wanted to listen to it or not when I, when I wanted to start, when I started to create it. Uh, both. <laughs> I guess okay. Well, I feel like, um, I had, and, and that was, it's what showed me what was so awesome about LL is because my, my cousin bought a single, a cassette single of LL Cool J and had I'm Bad on one side oh, and yeah. I Need Love on the other side. Oh, yeah. And so that just totally showed the dichotomy of that one person could, could ex- display in music. And I thought, man, like, this is why I love hip hop because you can be so many different people and sides of yourself. And so that's what got me into listening to it. But uh, when it was time to create my own music, it was around the 90s, early to mid 90s, 93, 94, 95, when a lot of really influential albums came about. Um, you know, there was a Tribe Called Quest, there was Wu-Tang, there was uh, Gangstar, Pete Rock and CL Smooth, there was yes. uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. So it was such a great time, Outkast. I mean, so you had all these guys coming out sounding completely different that were all able to make really awesome music, also get radio play and, and popularity, but never having to follow any trend of what was what was already happening. So so that's what inspired me. And I think that summer I sat down and started writing a song for the first time with a bunch of my buddies. And the song I wrote was terrible, but um, <laughs> but it actually got me got me inspired because the guys that were next to me were writing these amazing raps and i was just like oh my gosh like i don't think i quite have it like you know at the same time i couldn't just quit because i loved it and so i would just work and work and work and keep writing in order to come up with music that i thought was on par with my friends so so i would while they did you know one tape i would do three or four tapes you know just trying to trying to double and triple my output so that I could just continue to improve. And uh, I think it's something I kind of still do now. You know, I feel like trying new things and then putting out new multiple, you know, ideas, concept record things. I 
I could tell it the way it's been told. Been soulfully gold since I was 10 years old. Cuts cold like jelly before young adulthood. Looking out for little sister, now she's met school all good. Still meaning menacing, pinning my penance in. Then for my aggression, so first, second, stepped in. On beat one of the very first bar, I have everything inside of me coming out strong. See, I was the little kid, the one that was never tough. In most fights growing up, picked up some leather gloves. I'm five, six, but I'm 200 pounds. With a left uppercut, it feels like six chamber rounds. It's always been a part of me. Battle rap champ, partially machinery, artillery flow through my arteries. Blood is burning up, pen to pad, word is up. I murder them like Kosovo soldiers serving in Serbia. Even if I'm never feeling the arenas, at least I gave it a shot like Gilbert Arenas. A couple thousand Twitter followers, you still ain't a leader. Couple big name features and it's still ain't a heater. People think I made a name off of sampling soundtracks. Made a name in a cipher, rhyming around cats who snap. At the drop of a hat, no beat necessary. Now they drop paper like a weak secretary. Even if you got a hit, Wikipedia just to catch up with the references. As a youngin', I knew that I was different. Cause they was in the joint, and I was digging, tipping. Practicing my written, banging tables in the kitchen. Making multiple revisions till it's undoubtedly hitting. It make me wanna holler like Nathan McCall. Ain't nobody lend a hand when I was making the call. Now I'm abroad taking off. Are you hating your boss? Finally, we see a profit after taking a loss. I don't need the accolades, cause I know they see. Carmen San Diego. Plays the game to locate me. Yeah. You can make moves in June, be the hottest in August. In September, not remember, then that's just being honest. If you get over in October and make it through cold February, you could walk toward longevity like I do regularly. I handle the mic and handle my mechanicals that mean the sales from how well the album does. I got my PRO, I'm on my BI, I'm a GI Joe with moves like CGI. The team's strong, that's why we hold the upper hand It's Storyville, Mega Ran, in between Ampersand Put up a pound sign in front of the word bars And Twitter message that shit to the aliens on Mars This is Fifth Tannin with the Almanac and the DeLorean Bully with the flow and it's a given that I'm gonna win Since I was a shorty, I could captivate an audience Your rhymes are outdated from the moment you recorded them South Ball with more bars than the pedal pub The impact equivalent to a metal slug My style is that of an orphan who was never loved Skills missing like coke rooms and ghetto clubs And all of my material's the truth So trying to follow random is a trivial pursuit And meanwhile, I keep the Red Cross on speed dial Natural disasters where we up in the booth And also, we the perennial all pros You drawn though, listen much longer and talk slow Charbo, raw flow, fresher than fall clothes Mega Ran, Storyville, Small Pro, y'all know Hello Okay, well, I got you now Hey, sorry about that. Oh no, no problem. Out. Okay, yeah. where where were we in the uh, <laughs> where were we in the question before I got cut off? Um, uh, we you were talking about uh, your your writing and, and writing that first song, and then we got cut off. And then we lost you. Uh, okay, well, yeah, my but, first song was pretty terrible, and um, and that just made me keep writing and getting better and just trying new things and, and that's something I applied to my own my, my current output today is that that's why there's so many different songs and projects out there and it's mainly because we've mainly I focus on just trying to improve and trying try to constantly try new things and reinvent yourself yeah and I think that's one of the, the great things about you because you don't 
stick to one thing. I mean, you'll you'll have your your chip tune album, but then on the other side, you'll ha- have a, a album like Soul Veggies, you know, <laughs> that that goes the other way. So sort of a, a, a throwback to you know those old '90s uh, sort of joints. Exactly. That was the that was done. You know, definitely on purpose. And when Soul Veggies came out, people were like, "Hey, um, is this going to be uh, about a video game?" And I'm like, "No, not at all." <laughs> what video game is that? Like, uh, wake up! That's not what this is, you know. And, um, and yeah, and I, I really enjoy the way the, came, the way the album came together. It was uh, a good like throwback type of feel, and it was something that would show a little bit of where we had come from in in hip hop and uh, and where we were trying to go. Yeah, and that, that was a great album. It even it debuted at one eighty eight on Billboard, right? It did. It was just barely in the Billboard top two hundred. So I'm really, really proud of that. Yeah, but it it, it was there. I mean, that, that's a huge thing. And you know, I made sure to tell all of our fans, you know, to go out there buy it. Um, we're we're friends with with uh, Mel Weezy over at the Geekly Pot Podcast. So yeah, mm-hmm. shout out, yes. Mel. That's the homie. He's gonna. I'm gonna see him in St. Louis. Yeah, and I'll actually be there too. Um, nice. Uh, of course, we we are talking about the show at the demo um, on July first. Tickets are on sale now, ten bucks. Um, doors open at seven thirty. I believe the show starts at eight. But uh, continuing on. Oh, yeah. Oh, real quick, I'm just saying. You know, my apologies. I myself, uh, this is Illy speaking. I myself won't actually be there. Uh, my work evenings, and you know. They're real stingy with the uh with the days off, you know, being vacation season and all. So, uh, you know, I actually won't be able to make the show. But you know, it's unfortunate because yes, you get correct. because Tickets. the venue because the venue is literally like 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 five minutes away from where I live. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'll be there in spirit. You know, Jay will definitely be there. I'll have to catch you next time oh, around, man. man. What is a dream? Does anybody know?
like the full house. Everybody won a dynasty since the greats rolled out. The one the years is long gone. Need a new heart to compete, or you got a strong arm. We got family ties, life goes on. Not stand on the dome, but we still hold on. With the DJ, he looped the brakes so we could hear the beat play. But while it played, the B boys danced and the poppers pop left the crowd in a trance. Eventually, the party started to grow. Then he needed someone to control the flow. But Cat picked up the mic, and that's when it happened. He started scatting, and later it was called rapping. Then it got bigger than they ever imagined. It turned into street education and fashion. And now the little shorty say it all the time. And a whole bunch of them sweaty know how to rhyme. But the mystery is the history, and with it, the week is Good fun. Mike mentioned the gun, but nobody had one. And now they say it's out of control. A treat grew in the Bronx and it's spread across the globe. Too big to knock it, too thick to chop it. Tell me who profits. We can't even stop it. Started with the roots, then we take it to the trunk. Branch from jazz and punk rock the funk. The seeds of the leaves that blow through the breeze. And thus the completion of the world tree. It started with the roots, then we take it to the trunk. Branch from jazz and punk rock the funk. The seeds of the leaves that blow through the breeze. And thus the completion of the world tree. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, why don't you tell tell me about what's coming up here now? Uh, other than than the uh, tour, what are you working on now? Uh, other than the tour, um, I'm working on my next album and working on getting that uh, out to the people. We're hoping for September, middle of September. Um, I'm super excited about this new album. I'm ready to take another leap into a uh, just into some new territory we're trying some new things with the sound sonics are just all over the place from like 8-bit kind of bit crush sounds to going into a more i guess i don't want to say poppy but just a more accessible kind of musical style just from all the things that i've been exposed to from a kid to now like going into a lot of r&b a lot of soul even some like some old school church gospel sounds and oh, things wow. like that, and just just working through all the different styles of music that I've been exposed to as a kid uh, up until now, and just combining them into one record. I think this is the this is going to be my defining record. I think this is the <laughs> album that will will uh, take a lot of you know just just answer a lot of questions as well as allow people to fully understand who I am and what I do. And it'll be it'll be the defining record, I think. I mean, there's some great production on it, uh, some great guest work, uh, amazing mixing and mastering and engineering, and um, and it's fun. But at the same time, there's some, there's some sad stuff. There's some deep stuff. It's uh it's everything that um, encompasses me 
as a as a adult now or as a person who's right. been around and seen so much and done so much and and uh this is the record that I've wanted to make for a while now. So I've been working on it really, really hard. So I can't wait to put it out, man. It's going to be great. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, two al- albums that you have that I really dug were, uh, first one was Heroes Volume 1, mm. which, which is kind of what you're talking about now, I think. A lot of, uh, a lot of I'm guessing, your musical heroes. Yes. And, and taking some beats from, from there. I one of my favorite songs is Higher, that James Brown riff you did. Yeah, the James Brown one, yep. Yeah. I'll probably do that one in, in St. Louis when I get there. Oh, that's, that's one awesome. of my favorite tracks. It's um, the James Brown sample, and we uh, do some do some uh, four on the floor with that. Um, my uh, friend DJ DN3 hooked that up. And, um, yeah, so it's a lot of that kind of feel, the soul feeling of heroes, the... Mm-hmm. Um, the technological, or at least the uh, the eight bit gamer side of like a Forever Famicom, and the uh, the life stories and lessons, and a little bit of um, the politics of the call. Like honestly, I feel like it's the combination of those three records that'll uh, that create this new album. That's that's awesome. And then one other album you had, which actually dealt with some social issues, was uh, Trap. Yes. TV and radio are poison, which mm-hmm. uh, li- listeners, if you haven't heard it, uh, it's on Spotify, right? Yes, it is. It's on and trap and trap two is on Spotify now. I just kind of dropped it on there secretly. I didn't really tell anybody. I just put it out there so people could hear it. But it was previously only available on uh, on the road. Yeah, and that both of those albums, I think, sort of touches on on uh, your social consciousness or your uh, social commentary I guess is a better word for it and and th- those are two you know really powerful albums thank you man I appreciate it you know for people who you know some some folks will be like oh I gravitate toward the gamer centric stuff and then for you to tell me that those two albums which both focus on kind of real life awareness and issues and are two records that I'm super proud of so I'm, I'm really happy that uh that those are two of your favorites yeah yeah um i mean i i found you through the, there was an episode of the the game informer podcast that that used your beats um within forever famicom first came out yep. and that that's how i found you and then wow. I've, I've just been a fan ever since but you know, out of everything you've done, the the Final Fantasy tribute, the Castlevania tribute that you've done, uh, the the two that stick out the most for me are Heroes and and Trap. Wow, that's an honor, man! Like I appreciate it because I, I love them. You know, of course, I love all of my babies and all my creations, <laughs> but um, well, I do to. enjoy when I'm able to speak about some real things, speak my mind about things, and still put it in a palatable you know, receivable package. And I think that's what Trap was. And um, so I'm real proud of how it came up. Yeah. And uh, I mean, not to get too serious in this interview, but in, in light of some of the, the things that have been going on recently, will we see a Trap 3 or will will we see maybe a track from you? Um, There Uh, will not be a Trap 3. Uh, I feel like I've kind of said all that needs to be said about television and radio being poisoned, but there will be songs on the new record that sound like they could sit right along with Trap. So, okay. yes, I'll definitely be talking about real-life issues, talking about what the things that are going on today 
yesterday, tomorrow, and, you know, and probably forever, you know. So, yes, there will be some mention of that kind of stuff. That's great. That's awesome. Um, just a couple of other th- things, and I'll, I'll let you, you go. I know you're getting ready for the show. Um, you also have a podcast, right? You've got two. I do. I run two podcasts, technically. Uh, one is a radio show with me and Kate Murdoch called The Manual. That comes on once a week, every Thursday night, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Dash Radio, which is a uh, alternative to radio app that's uh, all commercial-free. So they come on live there, and then they are replayed and rebroadcast and given to our Patreon subscribers, which are at uh, bitsandrhymes.com. And anybody there gets the uh, copy of the podcast before it's out and um, in a downloadable format. But um, we also do another podcast on the Nerdy Show Network called Bits, Rhymes, and Life, which is a storytelling podcast where I get on, I tell stories about my life. Kate Murdoch will tell stories, and he'll also soundscape the uh, the stories by adding really, really lush uh, sounds and uh, clips in the back that apply to what I'm talking about. And it really makes for a great listening experience. These are about 30 minutes or so, and they're just crazy stories from my life, and I've, I've got a ton of those. <laughs> that's that's awesome. And speaking of Patreon, I, I am a member. I joined... Um, if you go to, is it patreon.com? Bits, yeah, bits, bits and, rhymes. and Rhymes. Bits and Rhymes. Yes, we've if also you, added a bitsandrhymes.com site, uh, and we've masked it, so they're going to go straight to the Patreon page. Okay, so yes, fans, definitely please go to, to that site and sign up. It's you. It's as little as as a dollar a month. And you can go up to, I don't know how much you can donate a month, but... Um, you can go up to, like, a million. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess, I don't know how what the highest is you can do, but I'm sure you can just do whatever you want. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, the minimum is a dollar. Yeah, and, and not only do you get access to the manual, you also get a, a free track every month. Yep, you get a free song. Last month we did, well, this month, we did a Kingdom Hearts track. Next month's track is kind of a surprise. But you'll be getting that very soon because it's almost July 1st. And um, we're heading to our next goal, which is, I think, 750. I don't actually remember what we're trying to get with that goal. But <laughs> <laughs> but we're working on filming our uh, episodes. We want to get a camera so that we can both sit together, film together, and get video that will go straight to the patrons as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, you're... Uh... I joined right when you dropped that, that Sky Blue track, Outrun the Sun. Uh, and that song is awesome. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much, man. That was, that's a really cool song. I um, Big shout out to Sky Blue, who's actually dropping his album next month on my label, Random Beats Music. And, and uh, I felt like it was the Outrun track was something we needed to talk about. You know, there was all types of issues going on. And, I, and it's things that I see and I think and I talk about it with my friends. And I figured... That's the, that's the kind of thing that these are the conversations that people probably need to hear me having, you know, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, some people are able to to push to put their their two cents into spaces that I'm not able to to get into. And they'll sometimes put my music into those spaces. So I think it's important for us to be able to have those dialogues on wax because then, uh, you know, maybe it can lead to another a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, uh, I, 
I've always said, said that that music is more than just you know of uh, it's it's can, can be more than a way to relax or a way to just enjoy it. It can start conversations. It can, you know, you can highlight real world world issues and, you know, for, form a conversation from there. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It always has. And, and I think the, the stuff that you're doing is, is, uh, just in, awesome and incredible. And, you know, I salute you and Kay Murdoch, you know, for, for what you do and, you know, everyone that, uh, that is in your circle, the writers guild, everyone else. Thank you. Kay Murdoch thinks you as well. He, he's driving at the moment, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I'm sure Kay Murdoch appreciates it. Yeah. So, um, I will see you, you guys hopefully in St. Louis at the demo on July 1st. And will we hear that new song from Patreon? Um, uh, maybe. First? No, no promises, but okay. <laughs> you know, if you remind me at the show, I may, I may be able to pull out a little bit of it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, you know, just a, a quick recap. We're, we're here with, with, uh, Mega Ran, Raheem Jarbo. Um, he's on the forever Famicom tour right now on June 29th. He's going to be in Detroit at uh, garage cultural. On June 30th, he's going to be in Yellow Springs, Ohio at Superfly Comics. And then, of course, on July 1st, he's going to be in St. Louis at the demo. Um, I will post the rest of your your tour on our site, and I hope all of our fans go and check it out. And just, I, I have to say, on a personal note, I met, met you here in Columbia, Missouri, uh, when you came back with uh, with the Versus Tour. Oh man, I remember that show. The versus tour with Willie Evans Jr. Yeah, yeah. And Mm -hmm. well actually I think I met you before that when you came to to Columbia with MC Chris. Yep. But I I have to say that that when I I met you, Kay Murdoch was there, you are two of the nicest people that I have ever met, celebrity or otherwise. Because oh, I, I can't came up to you and got your autograph, and Kay Murdoch was standing there. Kay, Kay Murdoch, you know, signed to it, and then he started taking me over to all the other artists and would say, "Hey, hey, you know, sign this for, for him, sign this for him." <laughs> you know, it, it was just an awesome experience. That's so cool. You know, and I, I can't wait to see you on on Wednesday the first. Absolutely, shoot, man! I can't wait to see you again, man. Yeah. So. um Hopefully you'll you'll come back to do our our show sometimes because there's some stuff that you know I didn't get to, a chance to talk to you with like video games and stuff. I know this this might be the first podcast interview where I did not talk about video games, yeah, which well, is awesome because <laughs> that's crazy because normally people are like, all right, first question, what's your favorite game? Yeah, I, you know it's usually that, and I'm like, wait, do you want to talk about me or do you want to talk about games? You know, so. I'm honored that we spent a lot of time actually talking about the music and talking about where the music's going, where the music's been, and uh, because that's what I live for. You know, I do play games. Uh, I am a gamer. However, I'm also a creative, so I do always appreciate being able to talk about the things that I create. Yeah, and and we would love to have you you back, especially uh, ha- having Illy ba- back too, because I know he had a lot of uh, other things to say, but. <laughs> You know, I will let you go and prepare for your show. Oh, I just I think they don't have a show tonight. We're just kind of hanging out, doing moral support for uh, Bruno Floss. And, oh, gotcha. Uh, those who fight and some others are playing tonight. Uh, so we kind of get a day off. 
Oh, well, that's not too bad. We get to be civilians at the <laughs> um, at the convention for once. But um, I'm really looking fun. forward to, to hanging out. Any type of convention type scene is when, you know, it's almost like a family reunion for us. We get a chance to hang out with all our buddies that we, you know, see once in a while. Gotcha. Get get some of that home cooking since you're you're close to home. <laughs> Absolutely. Home cool. cooking, cheesesteaks, that's that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh before we, we go, the last thing I have to do is a shameless plug. You live in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um my cousin owns Honey Bear Barbecue. Have, have you been there? Are you serious? Yeah. I love honey bears. Yeah, that's my Yo, cousin your Mark cousin? Smith. Yo, that's mm-hmm. so crazy. Yeah. Yo, I love honey bears. So, that's like the best barbecue in town. Yeah, thank you. I will tell him you said that. <laughs> wow, small world, man. Yeah, and next time you go, if if you see Mark, tell, tell him that, that uh, Jay, Jay from Missouri sent you. I absolutely it's will, man. Okay. Wow, that's so cool. All right, well, I, I guess we're going to call it here. Random, th- thank you for all of your, your time through all the technical stuff, and hopefully we will uh, talk to you again. Oh, yeah. I look forward to it, Jay. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks a lot, man. All right. Peace. Peace. All right. And that was uh, that was it, folks. Um, hopefully, it not horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, all respect to Iris. Uh, but, you know, I, Iris was more of a friend. You know, you... You knew Iris, so so that at first no jibba jabba interview was a little bit easier. You know, it's always a little bit tougher to interview someone you have never spoken to before. Yes, and not to take the shine away from this interview, but uh, speaking of whom, uh, yeah, I plan to have her back. Uh, hint, hint. Yes, stuff coming down the line. Yes, uh, ho- you. hopefully we'll have her back a couple of times. Yes. Hopefully we'll we'll have Mega Ram back a couple of times. Uh, yes. Uh, if you're listening, you know, please come back and and uh, and talk to us again because we didn't talk games and there's some other stuff that I wanted to pick your brain about, um, just about music and you know life in general. Yeah, and I didn't get to show up for that uh, that final segment, and I uh, you know apologies for that. You know, just the timing and the issues that we had. You know, just didn't work out, but. Um, one thing I, well, one thing I really liked about Mega Ran, uh, when you put me on to him, Jay, is that, uh, you know, and, and, and I'm glad that, you know, he said that, you know, we didn't talk games and he's kind of glad because everybody wants to talk about games with him and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. whereas, you know, hey, you know, he's a, he's an MC, you know, he's a, he's a musician, you know, he has a whole wealth of other things to talk about. And, uh, you know, that was one thing that I liked about him as an artist because when you put me on to him, I was like, you know, I, instantly I liked it, you know, Whereas mm-hmm. some of these other so-called, you know, quote-unquote nerdcore artists, and I don't, you know, I'm not going to mention any names in case anybody, you know, is out there listening, but, um, you know, who likes them or if you're an artist yourself. But I just always felt like some of these guys who people were talking about, they just weren't really, they're not, that, I just always felt like they didn't really get hip-hop. They seemed like, you know, the nerd thing, the Mac computers and video games was just their that was their gimmick but they always had these weird hooks that sounded like christian rock and all this stuff like that <laughs> but you know with, with with mega ran and his stuff it was like you know the lines the the rhyme structures everything about it 
it's like okay this guy's an MC you know you take all the you take all, all of that stuff away he's still an MC he can still rock the shit you know what I'm saying and that's why he and he has other stuff in his catalog that shows you exactly that and you know uh from before and from now with soul veggies and other stuff that he's done you know so that's what i would always that's what i always liked about him as an artist you know that he wasn't just you couldn't just pigeonhole him as nerdcore right you know what i'm saying one thing that you know i i didn't want to put him on the spot and just just you know uh fanboy him but i mean I don't know if all in indie rappers are this way, but the man is is very friendly, very personable. Um, just to relate another story that I had, I had ordered one of his older CDs mm-hmm. stuff before he he was doing the chiptune stuff. I ordered it, um, and it came in the package. And, or the the envelope came. I opened it up, and there were two CDs in there. And I was like, "Huh, I didn't. I only ordered one. Why is there two? And then uh, there was a handwritten, handwritten note from I, I don't know if it, it was from him or one of the Team Mega guys, but it it said, you know, uh, Jason or Jay, whatever it said. It said, uh, "I'm sorry, but with the autographed copy of of." the album you ordered I think it was the call um yeah it, it was the call uh is we're we're out, out of the autographed copies of the the call Here, here's an autographed copy of the eighth day to make up for it which again I, I didn't have the eighth day in my collection either but you know I didn't even really pay attention to the, the fact that the CD I ordered was supposed to be autographed and and even if I had and I got it and it wasn't autographed, I wouldn't have thrown fit. I, I wouldn't have said anything. Right. But the the fact that, that someone put in this handwritten note and gave me an extra CD on top of that, that that's just love, man. Really cool. Yeah, man. I, I mean that's that's fan respect and fan love. And that's that's how he really won me over as, as a forever fan. That's yes, yeah, that's, that's that's awesome, man. You know, so you know, stay tuned all this weekend and all this week because because Megarand is going to be taking over our Twitter feed, <laughs> our Facebook page because I'm I'm going to be posting links to uh, music videos and music. Um, just to close this out, you can find all of Megarand's stuff at MegarandMusic.com. Yes, and uh, speaking of Megarand's stuff. Um, there was one question that I really wanted to ask him about, and it was just like, you know, of anybody, who would he love to collab with? Now, I know LL is his favorite MC. It was his mm-hmm. biggest influence coming up, but who would he love to collab with? And I don't know if he would say the same thing, but Jay, I remember you pitched it a few years ago, and it was fucking gold. You know, that MF Doom, Mega Ran, Marvel versus Capcom album. Where is it? Oh, Pitch yeah. It, Make it happen. Make yeah, I, I said right now, make it happen, brother. <laughs> I, I, I said they need to call it like the uh, Rand Doom mixtape. Yeah, Rand Doom, Marvel vs. Yeah. Capcom. Yeah, well, fingers crossed, maybe it'll happen. But uh, he he does have a new album coming out in early fall, which is going to have some great collabos on there. Uh, cool Keith, I know, is on there for sure. 
And I wanted to ask him about Cool Keith because he was talking about um, just, you know, with hip hop and how he was enamored with the idea that you can just create personas and be anybody. And I was like, you know, the, the, the main one I remember early on doing that was Keith, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and not just not just personas, but just the fact that he was actually for all intents and purposes, each one of those characters is a different person. Yeah. You know, Cool Keith is not the same guy as Reverend Tom, not the same guy as Dr. Doom. Dr. Octagon, you know, they're all different. Right, right. So, um, like I said, uh, all of his music is at megaramusic.com and, and go to that page early and often because, uh, he, he runs sales constantly for like 50% off and stuff like that. Um, support, support your independent artist because, you know, he's putting in a lot of work. And he is one of the good ones. You know, he's, he, he's really out there making music for himself, but also for the fans and he cares about the fans. So, so definitely go there and, and check it out. Uh, check out one of the artists on his, uh, label, Mega Ran Music, uh, Sky Blue. He has the album out, Sky Blue's Unmodern Life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you can find that on megaranmusic.com. Uh, he's also Sky Blue is also about to drop another album here soon, either this year or early next year. Um, also, if you go to bitsandrhymes.com, that's B I T and A N D rhymes, R H Y M E S dot com, that will link you to Megrand's Patreon site. If you don't know what Patreon in, is rather um it is it's sort of like kickstarter well it, it, it's like a combination between kickstarter and just your regular membership subscription site where you can pledge as low as a dollar every month and then you will get um one free track every month from from Megaran K Murdoch You'll also you'll also get access to uh, his podcast, The Manual, mm-hmm. and then you know a bunch of other. You'll you'll get a lot of early news, early release stuff before anybody else. So definitely check that out. Uh, go there and sign up again. You can sign up for as little as a dollar. Yeah, it's one of those things where you know if if you can't give, don't. But if you can give, give what you can. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, lastly, he does have a a uh, DVD coming out soon. I forgot to ask him about the date, but hopefully he'll come back, maybe around release time, and and we can talk more about it. But he has a documentary called Megalomania, which followed him and the live band called uh, the Low Classics as they went on tour. And it's got a lot of great behind the scenes stuff and everything. Um, if you supported his Kickstarter, then you probably have already seen it. If you haven't, it is going to come to Netflix whenever it's ready to be released. And then again, it, it'll be released on DVD soon. And uh, when we have that information, we will give that out as well. Um, other than that, 
he's just got the tour going right now and again he's coming to st louis for all of our local st louis fans he's going to be at the demo in st louis on july 1st doors open at 7 30 show starts at 8 we will post up the rest of his tour schedule on our website so definitely go there and check it out and i guess that's it folks yeah, I guess that about does it, man. So uh, definitely, you know, thank you, Mega Ram, for taking the time out, showing up uh, on the podcast, you know, uh, letting us uh, pick your brain a little bit. Shout out to a K Murdoch, who was right there in the car. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully we didn't come across as uh, too amateurish, but uh, we're, <laughs> uh, we're, we're uh, learning. So uh, hopefully you, you enjoyed yourself and we'll come back. Um, and all the new fans who, who came because they heard that Megaran was on the show, be sure to find us at nojibbajabbafm.com where yes. you will find all three of our shows, which is the Death Cakes podcast. That is our nostalgia podcast where we talk about everything from movies, TV, video games, toys from the 80s and 90s. Yeah, and if you're checking that out, you're right on time because we just finished up um, a round of uh, developer diaries, just kind of recapping some of our history right in before we go into another block. So you got to you know you got a little primer to to uh to catch yourself up, familiarize yourself with us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And as I said at the top of the show, we're about to go into our summer movie block month, which we never have a good title for. Oh, we have a we have a title this time around. We do have a title this time around, but we're, we'll give that in the episode. So, yes. uh, so stay tuned for that. We also have Keepers of the Funk, which yes. is Illy, and I'll let you take it. Yeah, that's me. That's uh, Jay Mills and Ghost. You know, we're talking about you know hip hop. You know, every aspect of hip hop, every element. But with our backbone is you know the period of uh. 1994 you know which uh again you know i i wanted to i wanted to jump in there and say something about that while he was talking about it just let him talk um you know because that's also the time that uh random said when he started to write you know because of all the influential stuff that was coming out and that was actually the basis for the podcast where we started that podcast in 20 2014 20 years after the fact you know so we're looking back retrospectively on you know albums and events from 94 but you know we touched on a little bit of everything you know current day and retro yeah and finally third show in our little stable is i mini the fool which started out as just a mini so thing but now uh it is our chance illy and myself to talk about modern stuff to talk about uh modern ps4 xbox 360 xbox one ps3 tv movies uh, tv movies it's our time to just sort of talk about what's going on right now why do we call it I'm Minnie the Fool? Well, you have to listen and find out. Uh, same, <laughs> same reason with Death Cakes. You got to listen to find out, folks. Yep. Uh, but to all of our, our new listeners, welcome. Mega Rand, thank you. Stay tuned next week for, for Death Cakes with our summer movie block. And yep. come back for I'm Minnie the Fool, where we'll be covering E3 once again in our nerd super room. Because we're not getting sued by the NFL. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Till yeah, next yeah. time, folks. All right. See you. See you.